Hello, everybody. Thanks for jumping into another episode. You're here with John Marsh. This is the Access Potential Podcast. I hope you are having a great week. Before we jump in today's episode, this Friday, July 16th, we have a masterclass on. It is a free class all about how to create an irresistible offer for coaches and creative businesses. So we're going to teach you how to share your offer more frequently uh, with a little more humanity, a little less hype, so it feels great for you and help you create more opportunities for your dream clients to step into your service, your program and get started working with you. So we'd love to see you there. There's zero sales, there's zero pressure on any of these calls. We do this because we love to dive into this work with you and we love to see you out there creating change and helping the people you want to work with. Friday, July 16th, 12 p.m. midday. All right, so on the last episode, I said that the next episode was going to be in the new podcast, right? The new framework. I was incorrect. We've recorded uh, the whole first batch of the new podcast, which is very exciting but we still need to produce it a little bit. So there's a little bit of work still to go, which we're doing literally as we speak. So it'll still be another week or so, but we're very excited to get that out to you. Brand new everything, so it's very cool. And we also have the next batch of guests or a few more guests lined up as well, uh, which is cool. Some really great guests to share with you and a lot of value coming up. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to kickstart massive creative action in your business, even when there's a little bit of fear around, right? Even when the culture's maybe not vibing that well and things are a little bit flat because of what's going on in the news, what's going on in the media, what's going on depending on where you live right now. We're going to look at some practical steps to kickstart massive creative action to tip things the other way and to start to generate some energy in your business. Could be your innovation or your service, or it could be in your marketing. So let's jump into the episode. You're here with John Marsh, and this is the Access Potential Podcast. So the first thing we need to address is the fear itself, is the state of the culture a little bit. So, you know, the last 18 months to two years, there's been a lot of global events that have rippled across the entire globe and they've caused a lot of tension and it's sort of let up for a little while and then in where we are in Australia anyway, it seems to be right back up to where it was. And it's important to see this and look at it a little bit because if we want to move past it, we need to have awareness of it, understand it a little bit. So there's two, we could say there's two types of fear or two types of situations is certainly some people who are being affected directly by some kind of event or change in their life or their business or in the culture right now. Maybe their business is closed down. Maybe something's going on in a relationship, something which 
requires attention. And that's challenging. That's not going to be the place where you want to take massive creative action from, you know. Now, there's also arguably a much larger group or bigger part of the culture which is experiencing a fear or a level or a state of fear or tension that comes through transmission. So it comes through the media effectively and then it can spread sideways from person to person. It can literally be embodied so you can see this in somebody when they walk into the room. And that's kind of what we're talking about today because this is the majority of people, right? Especially if you're in a small business and you're still trading, you're still going, you have opportunity. Uh, this is the side that we need to look at. So the first thing to understand before we dive into kind of three things that we can actually do is to look at that transmission a little bit closer. The news does not exist to inform us of events. This could be my opinion only, but the news exists really to amplify and agitate emotion around the events, right? So news isn't there as a source of clean information. That's not what it's designed for. It hasn't been designed for that for decades. So this is nothing new. The news exists, one, to create viewership. So this is to create a narrative that keeps us coming back to see what the story, what's happening in the story. And then two, to agitate and amplify emotion. And this is a, you know, an interesting or bigger picture sort of view on it. It's kind of how I see the news anyway. If you understand marketing a little bit or direct advertising a little bit, you'll know that one of the big things that a lot of direct advertisers do will be to try to agitate. So they try to actually change the state of the audience because that drives action. When somebody's state is agitated, it could be fear or, or tension or anxiety or whatever it is, they're more inclined to buy in a direct advertising sense or a direct response sense. If you just present information in your marketing campaign and don't touch on pain points or benefits or possibility or any of these things, you don't create any tension and it's very rare that you're going to get a response from the audience. So in a sense, you could look at the news like a, you know, like a, a marketing funnel for big business, right? We're not going to talk about what they're trying to sell or what's at the end of that funnel or where the whole direction is going. But if you look back in time and look at how big uh, how big media works and the alignment that they have with big business, it's a pretty clear uh, it's a pretty clear parallel. So if news is if we do if we if we play with that concept for a second, you may disagree, and that's totally cool. If you play with that concept for a second and say imagine that if that's true, if news is an agitator and it's agitating the audience, the person in the audience gets up, they walk outside, they carry that agitation with them. And if that person walks past you, you can pick up that agitation as well because it gets embodied, right? Pretty straightforward. Now, the reason why that's so important and you know, you're probably thinking that's nothing new, it's not surprising, totally 
the reason why it's important is because it's going to set us up for our first step in the sequence to create, to take massive creative action. So the three steps, and then we'll dive into them. Step one is going to be find a friend, find someone who you can connect with, who sees uh, this stuff in a similar way and wants to take creative action as well. Step two is going to be uh, ideation work or idea generation. And step three is going to be sharing or communicating from that new place, okay? And this is gonna help you to tip tip the, I guess, the scale the other way or to start building momentum from that place of creativity. So step one, if the news is able to propagate a transmission that's kind of a little bit fearful, then we know we can propagate a transmission which is the opposite to that. So we need to find a friend, right? You need to find a friend, someone you can connect with, another business owner, a mentor, a coach, a group, a tribe, whatever it is, <coughs> a community, whatever it might be, people that see this stuff in a similar way and want to create. All you're gonna do when you connect with them is hang out, right? Talk, see how they're doing, talk about stuff that's not related to what's on the news, spend some time outside, spend some time at the house, whatever it is, because it's not so much what we're doing, it's that we're around somebody who wants to move past this. And what you'll find is that this just relaxes your state. You, you start to feel more relaxed. We have a little dog, little staffy, and if you're super tense, she gets tense. She, she fully reads it and she's on edge. Uh, if you are emotional, she's she's looking at you, she's studying, she's trying to figure out what's going on. If you're really calm, she'll just lie down and go to sleep. This is how we operate as well. Dr. Stephen Porges talks about this stuff and his concept of neuroception, and it's pretty big. So we wanna kick that off by starting out with somebody who we can resonate with, and this is our partner in crime, right? Our partner in creative crime, someone we're gonna partner up with to move into possibility. So think of somebody in your mind, write some names down, send some messages. This is gonna be who's gonna help you out at the start and you're gonna be able to help them. Step two, once we're in a more relaxed state because we've spent some time with people or a person or a coach or mentor who helps us to downregulate a little bit, who helps us to find our center, we're gonna then move into the next phase, which is ideation work or idea generation. We're not gonna go too complicated here, but really our, our process is to just carve out 90 minutes, two hours, get a whiteboard, get some pieces of paper going, think about your business, put ideas down, doesn't matter what the ideas are, combine different ideas together if you have to, just see what comes out. There was a master copywriter, his name was Eugene Schwartz, uh, one of the old school copywriters, and he had a couple of sayings about creativity. He said, you can't take nothing and make anything. You're not God. He goes on, what you, are trying, what you are doing when you are being creative is trying to connect two separate ideas that logically would not go together up until that moment. And what Schwartz is saying is that our goal is not 
to come up with brand new ideas when, when we're being creative. Our goal is to make connections, connect the dots, look at what's been done in different areas and see if we can bring that together. And you can do this in a session, spend some time, you know, get the whiteboard going and just put stuff down without judging it. You may not even get a, a, an actual project or an actual usable idea at the end of it. It doesn't matter, you're, you're getting the wheels turning again. Okay, and this is the big thing that's missing, but we did need to go through that step one because we need to get ourselves into a state that's a little more abundant, right? That's a little more relaxed. And a great way to do that is to connect with somebody else to help us to move into that state or to help us to, you know, kind of co-regulate our state and, and get to that place together so that we can do the idea generation work more easily. Step three, the last one, is to share from a creative place. So once you've done this idea work, document your process, share it out there, create a video, you know, launch your new marketing campaign, uh, put out a podcast or go try to be a guest on a podcast. Uh, connect with two friends on a Zoom call. Sit down and write an article for LinkedIn or Medium about your area of business. Put some tweets out on Twitter or some stuff on Instagram around what you're thinking about. Put things out there, start to create a positive transmission for the culture. The thing you'll notice in the last couple of years and especially kind of in New South Wales the last month or so is that small business owners, because we do everything, right? A lot of the stuff in the business anyway, when the fear comes up or increases, you'll see less, of course, less creativity and you'll actually see less content, less marketing, less overall communication coming out. And it's understandable because the state has changed and we don't feel like it. We want to close up and that's totally normal. However, we need to recognize that if we go quiet, basically the only, the only people who still speak is big tech, big media, uh, entertainment accounts, which kind of just keep everybody glued to the screen. And we we missing that that voice. We're missing the voice of the culture and of small business. So once we move into that state and we feel a little more relaxed, we have our, you know, our partner in crime and we have our some ideas going, we need to speak up. We need to share those ideas. We need to connect people because that way we create a new transmission. We create a positive voice in the culture. Other people see it. Maybe you even do a video talking about your favorite kind of chocolate. People see it and they go, wow, like they look at look at them. They're speaking. They look happy. They're talking about things they love. You know what? I can do that as well. I'm going to actually kick off some marketing in my business. I'm going to connect people together in the culture as well. And we get a cascade. When we get a culture of people creating together, we get a uh, positive forward motion and everybody starts to benefit from it because as the ideas spread, they become more valuable. So that's it. Three steps to 
kickstarting massive creative action, even in times of, you know, a little bit of fear in the culture, a little bit of tension in the culture. Step one was to find a friend or a partner in crime, a co-conspirator. Step two was to set up an ideation session or put some ideas down. And step three was to start to ramp up our communication to the people out there, the people who we're connected with, you, the people you seek to serve or you want to serve, and other people in the culture. Start to share your voice, start to connect people together, start to organize, start to energize. If you don't address this stuff and you sit back, you'll find that it gets harder and harder quite often. Um, you know, of course, if there's something direct you need to focus on right now, great. But if it's a general withdrawal from creativity, from your marketing, from your business or the ideation work or innovation, you'll find it gets harder and harder because you'll get used to that state, you know. And if you, on the other hand, decide to lean into people, places, things, practices that help you to amplify or to, to relax your nervous system and relax your state and then amplify your creativity and your communication, you'll find not only your business continues to thrive because people find out about you, people can listen to you, but you will also be creating a, a positive change in the culture through speaking from that place. That's it for today. We have a great masterclass on on friday which is the 16th of july it's currently the 14th so if you're listening to this episode down the line i apologize you missed out on a great masterclass if you're listening to this before then we'd love to see you it is all about how to create an irresistible offer as a coach or creative and how to share that in a way that feels human feels easy people resonate with and you're comfortable with sharing frequently so we'll talk about how to break that down there's no sales or any obligation on the back of the class it's purely to help you to break this down so that you can get your stuff out there more powerfully more easily and connect with more people more of your dream clients that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. If you have any questions on this one, send them along, john at johntmarsh.com and feel free to send this episode to a friend if you think that they might benefit from kickstarting some creative action in their service business as well. Maybe they'll be a, maybe they can be your partner in crime and do it with you. Thanks again. We'll see you soon.